Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Hello and welcome back to the It's a Drama podcast. My name is Sunny. And I am Liz. And today, me and Liz, or I should say aka mum, and I'm the son, are interviewing our wonderful dad and husband, yeah. Brian. Is it an interview or is it just like a chat, like a, a, a regular chat? Because we want to be able to talk too, don't we, Sunny? Okay, well it's a, it's a, um, a high intensity questioned chat. <laughs> We're going to ask you questions whilst chatting to you about, obviously, about the um, the world pandemic that's currently occurring, and um, the fact that millions, if not billions, of people are being made to stay at home for um, our own safety. Is the whole world in lockdown now? Um, I think the whole world, but a few countries, it's right? Getting, it's getting that way. Yeah, I know India yeah. is, and America is, and Britain is, and New Zealand is. Um, Yep, uh, India has gone into total lockdown, so that's 1.2 or 1.3 billion people. Mm. And you imagine how close quarters they're living as well. So yeah. listen, we're not here to give facts and figures and all the rest of it, because you know that as well as I do. It's in our face 24 hours a day. If we, if we want to get that information, it's very easy to get. What we're here to give you is our perspective of what it's like for um, a family to suddenly find themselves living on top of each other and and knowing that that's what it's like for the rest of the month. I mean, we're, mm. we're on lockdown. All the indefinite future. Yeah, they're, they're saying four weeks, but you mm. don't know how long it's going to go on for. And we just thought it might be a nice idea because I know I, I know me for one, I'm, I'm sitting here and you can see it on social media, but I want to know, I just want to know how other families are coping with this, you know, mm. how they're feeling and just what... And they probably want to know how other families yeah, are coping as well. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah, I don't want to be like a doom and gloomer and go, oh, we don't want to hear all that funny stuff on Facebook because it's great that they're putting out all that yeah. funny stuff, isn't it, Sunny? Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah, it is. It's great. I've, <laughs> I've, yeah, I've indulged. I've seen lots of funny posts about it. Just people trying to make a, um, you know, a good thing out of a bad situation, and just, um, you know, it's almost like it used to be. Oh, we'll look back on it and smile at it with fond memories. But it's almost like we're looking at it now and smiling at yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no. So, so what we wanted to do actually. <sighs> Um, this is going to be really rough and off the top of our head because, as usual, we haven't planned. Mm-hmm. We just thought, let's just sit down and can't chat. Can't really plan for something like this. No, you can't. But what I am really keen to know about is, um, and I'm sure other people are too, is, um, well, there's so much I want to talk about, and I'm, we're not going to be able to get it covered in this episode, just one episode. But what really struck me this morning, Brian, my husband, is here now. Hello. Yes, hello. I'm yeah. Brian. <laughs> so is my wife. Um, what really struck me, Brian, when you came, this is the first day you've been home from work today. Um, and I don't think I've ever said to you, how do you feel? And we were standing on out in the, this morning having our breakfast and we were like, um, I just sort of thought, how do you feel? You know, how yeah, does... Well, but, so what we were on the deck, we were, we were out there. It, it's a lot quieter. We live very rural anyway, but there's always a hum of traffic. We live in New and, Zealand, uh, by yes, the way. Uh, always a hum of traffic there in the you know in the distance and stuff, and that's all gone very quiet. It fe- it felt like Christmas Day, that type of feeling where everyone's just stopped and mm. and and gone home. Mm. Um, and that side of it, so that 
the reality hits like we we hit uh, total lockdown at twelve o'clock uh, last night on the the twenty fourth well the twenty fifth mm. uh, of March twenty twenty, and I suppose the reality hits when you wake up in the morning that that's it we're here you know yes you can go out your house to a degree as you can walk the dog all those sort of things, um, and what I was actually saying to you when we were out having breakfast was. When you actually think about it, there's an there's an under an underlying feeling in yourself that you think, what's the knock on effect of this? How is it going to be? Mm. You know, with with staying at home, you know, I've been working over forty hours a week, um, just trying to get a project finished um, and over the line, and literally only had three or four weeks left of that project to go. Um, so to you're get working for a school, aren't you? Building a school? Yes, we're building a, a green school here in New Zealand. Um, and so that we just had to get it finished. What have you been doing, like the plumbing and? Well, yeah, it was the I was the the mechanical services project manager, but hands on as well. So yeah. we would we were getting the um, finishing the heating systems um, and the plumbing systems and just bringing everything. So it was when the builder left, we were we were to to leave as well. Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden, within a matter of ten days, it all changed. Literally, you know, we knew things were happening, but we didn't think that this lockdown situation would happen here in New Zealand because a very low number of uh, people have uh, have, ha- have had this um, virus. And you tend to think, well, we're, we're very rural. Yeah, it's not going to affect it, New yeah. Zealand. Yeah, yeah this, this green school has been built on an old dairy farm. Mm. Uh, so, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere, really. Um, but hey, yeah, so it's happened and, and it happened very, very quickly. You know, we heard about going to level one and level two, um, but thinking it would be a couple of weeks or three weeks away before we hit level three, and it was only literally four or five days later, mm. we hit this level three uh, and level four within 48 hours of that. So, y- yes, and, and it's for four weeks. So can I just ask you then, because this is what I was interested to know, because I work from home anyway, so being at home for, 40, for, all, all, for four weeks rather, apart from not being able to go to the cafes and see my mum and all the rest of it but it's not a massive shock to me but how do you feel to know that for the next month you are stuck in here with us (laughs) and the, the big thing is with no sport oh god oh yeah i just realized there's no sport yeah so you tend to think like normally at christmas like i was saying before you've got this bumper package of football and all these other things that are going on around that Christmas period and things mm. like that. And so that's, there's nothing like that. So you tend to think it's not a normal day at home, mm. like at, at the weekends and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, yes, you can go and cut the grass, but yep. And we have got work to do around the house, but you tend to just think, well, we'll just do that as and when. Um, yeah. So that side of it where you're staying at home, where you have to stay at home, then yes, it, it's I, like I say, it's that. My goodness, this is actually happening. You know, you you see it in films and things like that, where they lock you down. And I know it's not martial law, um, like some countries. I've got martial law. Where, what does that mean? Well, that's it's it's run by the military. Where you you know you have a curfew as such, and you oh. can't go out and things like that. So mm. there's those type things uh, that are happening. You know, in in in, in parts of Europe. Yeah, because I was talking to my friend from France. I told you this yesterday, didn't I, Sonny? My friend Rachel. Mm. And she said that if they're going, she lives in a little village in the middle of on the, on the coast of France. And she said if they're 
out walking, they've got to have their passports. Yeah. And they've got to have a, a handwritten declaration saying why they're going and where they're going and what they're going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so pretty that was, scary, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I, I often, well, often, I said it was kind of a bit like, almost feels a bit like um, it's nothing to do with it, but it feels like East Berlin, mm. like where you, um, you know, had your curfew and it was like, Everyone, you just always had a feeling like everyone was watching you where you were going because mm. you could almost just feel it like on the last two days before we, um, everything like before today, obviously, when everything's closed. Before, yeah. Um, there was just a feeling of like, um, I was walking around in Bunnings, um, which is like a hardware store in New Zealand, and, um, there was like, I was like, everyone just looks scared, mm. and I was like, the, the air feels heavy. And it feels sick. Like, it just feels yeah. ill. Like, yeah, you're right, the, you're right. The air around everyone just feels just heavy and ill. Have, yeah. you, have you seen Lord of the Rings? Or The Hobbit, I should say? No, they I say they go into They say they go into Mirkwood, which is the forest, and they say, like, everything is sick. The very air in the forest is sick and ill. Mm. And that's what it felt like. You were walking around this supermarket, and it just felt like everything was... Um, and you could hear someone coughing, and naturally you just think... Normally you'd be like, oh, that's fine, but you're just like, oh, my God, like, know, someone's coughing, know, someone's yeah. sneezing. Yeah. And... Um, that's what it just felt like. It felt like the calm before the storm, but the storm is calm kind of thing, you know? The storm is just nothing. It's like there was... Um, oh, I like that. That's you know, like a build-up and then there was nothing. Mm. And um, it, and I was cleaning the supermarket in um, in Mad Mex, um, which is where I work as a, a Mexican restaurant. And um, What, cleaning up all the stuff? Just cleaning up everything. Yeah. And it was almost like... Um, like when you're watching like a, a horror movie about zombies and you know the zombie apocalypse is going to happen and no one in the film does, but in this film you knew it was going to happen. Mm. Um, and um, I just kept seeing police cars drive constantly in like doing a circle around the thing and that was almost like, wow, it's actually going to start happening. They're out in full force. And that's kind of what reminded me of East Berlin. It's like everyone's watching you and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, no. Yeah, it feels like that um, the musical version of War of the Worlds mm. where he turns around and says... The daily goings on. He, he, yeah. you know, he comes back to his house after that first sort of um, interaction with mm. the the the, uh, the Martians, and then he, he's the, the train, everything, yeah. the hammering, this, that, and it just all uh, everything going was going on. on in the background, and it, it's mm. kind of like that. It's, it's like very... it's going on, but it's not going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's re- it's like yeah. everyone's pretending it's still yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's lots of people who are still working. You know, mm. everyone in the food chain and everything like that, the farmers, the you know, all the critical service people are all out there. So I'm just so grateful to the people that work in those bloody yeah. supermarkets. I really am, like, yeah. you know, because yeah. they've got kids at home and they, they would want to be at home with them, wouldn't they? They wouldn't want to be going to the supermarket. Yeah. No. And, you know, you just, you're so grateful to people like that. Who would have ever thought that you'd think, you know, because you always think about like the ambulance, but, you know, the firemen and everything like that. Who would have ever thought that you'd think that your local supermarket, I am so grateful that you're you're there Mm. for us, like, you know. And and even the postie. Yeah. The postie's out working, you know, delivering all the stuff. I mean, delivering a lot of food as well. Because there's a lot of food companies now that use couriers to to deliver packages of Mm. food. And even the couriers, like you said yesterday, I was in the other room, um, like in the family room, and I heard a knock on the door. And I saw her, and because we've got like a glass panel next to our door, you can see through. And I saw her, and I went to open the door, and she went, no, don't open the door. And pointed the parcel, put the parcel down, walked away, and then I can go out and get it. Yeah. Yeah. So even that was just weird. Yeah. 
Can I say about what the post is just delivered to you, Bright? Just to um <laughs> What has she delivered to you? You won't believe what she's just delivered. What? We're just walking up the road this morning, mm. walking the dog. So we live on like we we live in the middle of the country in, in New Zealand and we were just we've got like a road that we outside our house, so we were just walking our dog mm-hmm. and there comes the postie driving down the road in a big red van a big postman pat van and the big light flashing on top, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And she wanted to say to Brian, what was she delivering to you? She was delivering tiger worms for uh, the green school biolytic tanks. What is mm. that? What, what is that? A compost uh, toilet? It's something. basically all the poo from the green school goes into these pods. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then <laughs> the, the poo floats to the top and there's this mesh that the poo sits in and the, the tiger worms eat it all up. Right. And so the the water that comes out of these, or the effluent that comes out of these biolytic tanks is better than 80% of the drinking water around the world, apparently. Wait, you can drink it? Yeah. If you want to. That's I wouldn't. So drink. here we are, here we are in our pandemic, walking up the road, talking about all these oh, doom and gloom mm. and scared, and there comes Posty, wouldn't even wind her window down to <laughs> shout to you. We're miles away, honestly, we were mm. miles away. And she wouldn't, and he, Brian's going, I can't hear you, what? And she's like, All I could hear was the engine of the And she's like, mouthing, I've got these worms for you. Yeah. And like, it's just, it was just mm. weird. So, so she hands over, oh no, she goes and leaves them outside She drove up the driveway and, and left them in the Why has the, the postwoman got worms? What, I don't know, because before the lockdown situation, they, 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 were, they were express couriered um, on Tuesday. But because we're rural, it's taken 48 hours to get here. How are they living, those worms, if they haven't got poo they're, to eat? They've got a little bit of poo in there. That's why the, the package stunk so yeah. much. Oh, it's horrible. And so we came mm. back from the walk. She wouldn't wind the window down, and that's fair enough if she doesn't want to speak to us across the road. Mm. Um, and then she said, oh, I'm leaving your worms on your doorstep. So, she, so we get back to the house, and this package that stinks. Yeah, with the worms, worms crawling out of it. Oh, and then you had to take it down to... Anyway, that's, that's by the by. I'm just... Yeah. I'm just saying, it's just, you know... It's, it's, it was a crazy moment in everything. It was crazy, Sunny. Kind it of, was I guess. crazy. Yeah, crazy. Mental. <laughs> awesome. But right. yeah, anyway. Going back to... Um, oh, look, this is, this is what I want to talk... See, it's hard not to just keep... You've got to keep your spirits up, haven't oh, you? You've, listen, you've got to be positive. And so I was listening to a great pod, podcast the other day and about the positivity in this uh with, with 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 what's going on in the world and you know the news companies are all sensationalism bum, 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 mm. and everyone is just in total panic and fear and that's the big thing is that fear factor and it, it that's what we were again we were talking about this morning it, it it those little seeds that they plant in your brain with the fear of how and what and what's going to happen you know in your quiet times you start to think well, what will happen? What will be the knock-on effect of this whole thing? You know, are we all doom and gloomed? Which that's what they want you to make you feel, as if like it's all going to go wrong and we're going to hit a recession this time next year and all these sort of things. But, but we, we probably will, won't yeah, we? Yeah, well, you do. But you have to look at the positive side of this. The world is uniting for the first time in history mm. to do something about this. You know, scientists are actually talking together. They've, they've argued together, are now talking together. And and that's just this, that side of it is just unbelievable. Mm. You know, it's like a war, but it's not a war against people. It's a war against something. Yeah, exactly. We're united. Well, we unite, you know, and and that side of it makes you feel warm to be human. 
And that's the positivity that should come out of these things. Instead of this fear, oh my God, these people are dying and this. Yes, people are going to die with this, what's going on. And, and that's the sad side of it. But if we unite and something positive comes out of it, then at least that side of it is, mm. is something to look forward to and look to move forward because the world will change on this. Mm. But will it change for the better? It might well do. You know, we just are doing all these things differently now. You know, just with hygiene alone um, and, yeah. and that and, and people, because how many times did you go somewhere and people just cough and sneeze and sneeze as if like there's no tomorrow, as if they're sneezing and it's going to affect 50, 60 people mm. with one sneeze. It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's true. Even if what comes out shotgun. of this is more, yeah. pardon? A shotgun sneeze, just spread yeah. it everywhere. Yeah, but, but when I grew up, everybody had a handkerchief. For oh, that reason, though, yeah, but they it? did though. At least they had it, and they, and they would My sneeze dad into used to it. Have a hanky. Handkerchief. Yeah, but they would. Yeah, but handkerchief. No handkerchief. Handkerchief. <laughs> uh, at least they would sneeze or cough into it. But now everyone just like lets it fall, blown, go, and they they hold their head back and like yahoo, and it's mm. out. So hopefully that's how. Yeah, of but what about if you're with someone who's like got a handkerchief and mm. they sneeze into the handkerchief and then they get, and then you're standing talking and you get into a, like a really in depth conversation you start crying and they go oh here you are mm. have my handkerchief to wipe your tears that's, well, really, that's a bit gross isn't it or, you, or your grandma used <laughs> to a handkerchief to yeah. wipe your tears yeah. you used to dab it and wipe something off your face well that's never happening now is it not with us pandemic no. Yeah. So anyway look we were supposed to be being a bit more serious than this Brian mm. I just want to know. Oh, what do I want to know? I just want to know, are you scared? Well, of course you and are. And if you are, why? Yeah. Why and how are you going to combat that? Okay, so the first things that you start to think of, obviously, um, the biggest the biggest thing that's on your mind is food. Obviously not toilet paper, because I, I, I can't really understand the toilet paper situation. Mm. Um, because everybody, most people have sanitary nowadays, so whether they can jump in a shower or whatever they need to do. But anyway... Um, the fear is um, food for your family and things like that. And it's not so much these first few weeks. It's like the knock-on effect of in six weeks. And that's what you, the fear side of you starts to think. You know, if people do get ill and they can't keep working in those uh, jobs, then obviously someone else has got to take over. Um, but the management side of it, that runs that if they get ill and that happens. So that's the breakdown that you tend to think what and how could happen. So... You know, I can understand these lockdown things and what they're trying to do, but it's that fear that's in all of us that you think. So is that your main fear is not being able to feed your family? Yes, that's what it is. It's not the money and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, and you start to think of things differently. You know, we, we have we have four sheep and stuff like that. So you start to think like that. But we're in a very privileged position. What, are you going to give them the chop? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't think about that. <laughs> If the family always comes first. Mm. So that side of it, you know, but that that's 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 if it was getting really serious, you know. Mm. But um How yeah. do you feel to be at home all day with us? Being at home is is fine because you know, when we when we came back from travelling around the now. world. But yeah. it's still <laughs> it's podcast in a week. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what we said we'd do. We need to do another podcast. It, it, I hate it, you. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> Next week will be right. So Sunny's been eaten. <laughs> yes, we've taken Sunny's Along leg. That's in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, being at home. You know, when we came back from traveling, I worked every day at home. Yeah. For probably two months, uh, building websites and mm -hmm. you know trying to get um, online companies up and running. Uh, and, and, and things like that, like businesses. Um, so I, I've never had a problem being at home, but some people, you know, especially you, you've got, 
say, a couple that goes to work, they both work 40 hours a week, and you've got two children at school, and then all of a sudden you're all at home. That side of it is going to be hard for them. It's not just for two days. This is for, you know, a minimum of 30 days. Mm. But, yeah, I... uh, there's so many things I always think about doing, but not a lot of people. It's you know we live in a house rurally. I I can't imagine how it would be if I lived in an apartment. And that's you know in in New York or wherever, and in, in, in whatever city it was, I, I, that side of it, mm. I, I just think, wow, what do you do? You know, I was, like, I think, because you said to me, oh, Liz, you're burying your head in the sand. You did accuse me of that. Yes, I did. Yeah, but it was, uh, I wasn't burying my head in the sand. I was, my way of dealing with things is just to um, keep positive, Mm -hmm. you know, and try and see the positive in a situation always. Yeah. And I must admit, I was burying my head in the sand a little bit about the food because I was... I just never, I could, I, I suppose I didn't want to admit that it was going to come to that situation where we wouldn't be allowed out. And so I wasn't going out like everyone else and buying stacks and stacks of food. And me and you sort of clashed against that, didn't we, Bri, the other day when we had our little fisticuffs? Yeah, we did. And, um, you know, because you were like, you need to buy loads of food. And I was, uh, I said, oh, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. Which I know, looking back now, yeah, that wasn't the right attitude to have. But that was just, I suppose that, w- that was me just maybe not, um, you know, admitting it that it was going to happen but what I was going to say is there are times so I'm trying to be really positive and I think I am a really positive person but like the other night I just woke up it's three o'clock in the morning and my heart was just beating like mad and I just burst out crying mm-hmm. and I was just like I just started crying my eyes out and I thought oh Brian's gonna die you know you're gonna get it yeah but I did for Sunny, I did mm-hmm. and it was like it was just this over over, over overwhelming fear of I'm going to be on my own and I'm not going to, you know, and it was every, and then I woke up in the morning and I was, I was fine because we just get on with the thing. So I suppose the thing that I wanted to know is, did, do you ever have that sort of feeling or is that like a, yeah, you do. You have those morbid feelings that come through and you know, you just think, well, put it this way. Yes, we're all going to get this virus. We will all get it because, and whether it's a, a mild symptoms with you or it's severe symptoms, because it will be there. It's not going to disappear and it will be here for the rest of our lives, but we will become immune to it. Mm. Um, if we it, survive it. If you hopeful. survive it. Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, unless it mutates or this, that and the other, like a common cold does, because it is part of that type of strain of virus. Um, but yeah. And, and you, you do think the worst, even when we were out walking last night on the beach, uh, we were walking you and Tessa and, and, um, and, and Maggie, the dog and me, and you just think, oh my goodness, because it was like Sunny said that air of sickness. It was a funny, um, very atmospheric night on the beach. It was raining mm. to the far distance, wasn't it? But we were in sort of sun, sunshine and stuff. But it was a very weird light. And again, only probably four or five people on the whole beach. And you do have those times when it just hits you, and you've just got to be mindful at those times and just almost tap yourself on the head and just go, come on, stop thinking like that. Because it doesn't do you any good. Yeah. What is the point in thinking like I that? I know it is because you can yeah. go down that path and you're just like, oh my god, they're all they're, and they're all going to die, and uh, you know, and you just think we haven't even got to that point yet. No. So no. what's the point in thinking like yeah. that? Um, so how do you stay positive if you were? Uh, how you know? 
Well, literally just live for the moment where you are. And, mm. and, and I'm not trying to be all Eastern mindfulness about this. I just, it's just sometimes you just need to put your head up and just think and just breathe mm. and just think you're here now. Let's just cope with the situation. We haven't got to that. They haven't got to the thing where there's not, no, nothing on the supermarket shelves and we haven't got to this. And mm. I don't think it will come to this no. because we're doing this. It's not like, it's not like in an earthquake where all emergency services are gone. Everything's all flattened. The buildings are gone. You've got nowhere to live. We're all, everything is just, mm. is completely normal at the moment, mm. you know? And I know if you're living, you know, things can happen. Your roof can blow off, this, that, and the other. And who's going to come and fix it? All those type of things, yes. But You'll fix the, it, right? You'd be able to I fix would, it. I would, but with what? That's what you're trying to say. You what know. do you mean? Like what, what materials? Yeah, where would you yeah. get the roof from? Yeah. So at the moment, you just got to, keep positive yeah and I that's agree. the thing is not go down that self-pity and thinking oh my god it's all gonna die and that's the other i'll be left here on my own or i'm gonna be i'm not looking forward to getting this virus i'm gonna have a chesty chest don't think about it until it happens mm. you know and when it does happen cope with it from day to day and if you because the biggest important most important thing like you're saying about your sleep and things like that is that get your eight hours sleep keep yourself if you can go and go and walk, you've yeah. got all the time in the world now. Yeah. If you are go out and walk in the fresh air, just keep your distance from people, and keep positive. Yeah, and yeah. that's instead of this doom and gloom, turn the television off. I know. Yeah. Choose what you want to. If if there's something that you don't need the broadcast of the news, you just go and find out what's on. Um, don't go, don't go on the social media side of things because that's that is doom and gloom and who's having a bad time. Choose your news to go to and mm. where to find out mm. what it is mainly the government websites aren't they give you the right information mm. and and it's not doom and gloom you know it's about staying strong and keeping positive that's mm. what it all is with us mm. that's what that's just me that's the way i can cope with things mm. and keep you know bright eyed otherwise it's just doom and gloom isn't it yeah it is mm. and it's sensationalism you know those those companies are selling you news in between their adverts well just to give you an example like the other day i was driving into town um with this is was when we were still on level three and i was going to get some shopping and um <clears throat> me and tess in the car just driving along and we're just chatting normally you know i mean obviously when we're aware of everything that's going on but we don't sit there going over and over and over again i mean she's 15 years old she wants to yep. talk to me about the vines that she's going to wrap around her lights in her bedroom so that's much more important mm -hmm. but <laughs> we're sitting there and everything just felt fine it was great and then i got a phone call and um from someone in my family and they're like oh have you heard the news about this 12 year old in England, they were on this ventilator and you know, there was nothing. And it, honestly, I, again, I just burst out crying and it was like, yeah. well, hang on. Well, there's nothing I can do about that. No. Absolutely nothing I can do about it. It's really, really sad, but it's not helping our situation, no. coping how you get through the day with your own family and your own positivity. And like you said, and my mum pointed out something really important as well is if you're stressed and, you know, freaking out, your your immune system becomes weaker and you are going to be more liable to get things. So I think it's really important. To, I mean, God, I, I don't, 
I don't want to sound as if I know what I'm talking about to do with the immune system, but I, it's common sense, isn't it? No, but it, it is, Liz, what you're saying is, like we just said, turn the news off yeah. and watch some feel-good movies. Yeah, exactly. They will yeah. make you feel so much better yeah. and your immune system laugh. Go watch yeah. some comedy, you yeah. know? Yeah. I know it's hard at these times and it's all well and good when you're all sitting there fit and well. We're here in New Zealand. We're a bit sort of isolated. But, you know, it, it, you can make it the same. Mm. You really, really can. I think you, I think you can make... I think you can give a, a more positive environment for your own family to be in yeah. as well, can't you? Rather than, I just, I don't know what it would be like if I lived in a family where everyone was just constantly, you know, oh my God, this has happened, this has happened. Oh, and have you heard this? Oh, and have you heard that? Because that's yeah. not, it really isn't healthy and it doesn't help oh, anyone, well, does it? Well, gossip, you like gossip when you, you know, you, everyone likes to hear a bit of gossip, but nine times out of 10, how does it make you feel afterwards? You always mm. feel a bit, mm poor buggers or this mm. that and the other and it just made, and that's what the news does to me it, it did it a long time ago we used to buy the daily paper 20 years ago didn't we mm. or 18 years ago and then you know it got to the point where you just think i can't read this anymore because it's just it's depressing and yeah. what about you sonny what you know where are you how are you, how are you staying are you positive yeah yeah i'm positive i was a bit scared last night because i was laying in bed and i couldn't breathe quite well it was like it was like fine it was just felt like I'd um you know either like just lay down after my dinner or something but mm. my chest was really tight but then it went away and I have, don't have it now so it's not like um oh it was that chilly but like yeah straight away you, your mind is like oh my god I've got coronavirus I'm gonna die and um but it's actually not dying that scares me it's just actually just passing it on to people and just like the spread and stuff but like that's like one of my workmates um said the other day he was like it's not the virus that's scaring people it's actually just the the, the speed that it's spreading mm. and nobody knows why uh, how it's spreading so quickly like um it's kind of like in horror movies um it's like sometimes you'll see like a, a little girl ghost and little girls aren't scary but it's just it's just the fact that why is she there that's the scary thing and like what's she going to do and um how did she get there and you know, when she runs at the camera, it's scary because she's running so quickly. And that's kind of what it is. It's almost just like, it's not the actual virus that's scary. It's just, um, well, it is obviously because it kills people. But it's more the fact that it's spreading so quickly and we can't stop it. And mm. like that's the scary part about it. Um, but yeah, like when he's talking about social media, everything you see on everything is just like latest um, virus outbreaks. And here's the latest stats on this. And um you know, new alert and stuff like that. Mm. And yeah, just like that. And uh, 200 dead in Spain in one day and just like stuff like that. And mm. yeah. And it's all, it's absolutely, it's tragic. It's, it's tragic. It really is. And you never see the 89,000 people recovered mm. um, stats, do you? No, the, the other stats I, I, I heard the other day, you know, about, about this infection rate where it doubles and then it doubles the next day and doubles again. And then, you know, and those doubling effects are quite horrific but it stops it doesn't keep going and that's that's the scientific evidence that it just does not keep going the doubling you know it's not you know within when you double something and then you double it again before long you've hit the million and then mm -hmm. you tend to think well if you double that it's two million then it's it's just and then it's four and then it go and it goes up like that and it doesn't with this type virus that's where it slows down well, that's so that's, what, that's the positivity yeah. side of it that you've yeah. got to keep on to, like you know. Mm. Um, but hey, yeah, it's it's not an easy subject to talk about. It isn't. Be it isn't because no. you get quite emotional, and you you know, it's um, yeah. Uh, 
everybody is in a different situation mm. and you know it's but if you can take something out of this which is a, a 30 minute podcast so we, we've got to sign off in a second mm. uh, and we will do a part two i think to this um to see how we do feel in a week or so mm. um but well, we've been asked by a, a, a local radio station haven't we to mm. this guy contacted us and said look you know um we know you went around the world as a family you spent 365 days a year in each other's pockets sleeping in the same room most nights which we did mm-hmm. um you know can we just get your how are you coping with this mm. you know just like some ideas and stuff not that we're like the model family or anything like that I'm not saying that but it's just so we're going to be doing this um chat with this guy on the radio which I'm really excited about because my biggest thing that I'm thinking at the moment you know like you always try and think how can I help people you know, what can you, what can I do to help? And you think, well, I can't do anything, but actually just being at home with the kids, I homeschooled for nine years and being at home and being at home with the kids constantly every day, all for nine years. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't so, it wasn't so bad. And it was just, I think the hardest part of having kids home all day is the mental side of getting over the fact that, Everything hasn't got to be perfect all the time. You know, you've mm. got your family at home. You're going to have screaming rows like me and you did the other day, Brian. You know, mm-hmm. we had that massive screaming row. That's fine. That is absolutely fine. You know, don't think that you've got to be this perfect family that everyone's getting on and everyone's just getting through this so well apart from me. And it's like, no, that's not true. And that was what I felt really passionately about was like, people need to just be saying, do you know what? I'm having a tough time too, but we're doing this to get through it, mm-hmm. you know? Don't you agree, Sonny? Yeah, I do. It's just... Yeah. yeah. Because it's not always easy, is it? You no, know? it's not. And it's it's so... I don't want to be one of these families that put it out there that like, oh, we're doing really well and we're coping really well. Yeah. And we are used to being together 24 hours a That's day. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we're struggling and we're doing this to help those struggles. And, you know, that's what I wanted to talk about was just... Yeah. We're all in it together. Yeah, we are mm. all in it together. And again, you, like you mentioned with the radio, and when we talked to Brian on the radio, which is another Brian, he did say it's like it's kind of reversed where people weren't listening to the radio very much. And you know what? If you want to get your news, sometimes the radio is better because a visual thing of what's going on is sometimes worse than just listening to something yeah. and hearing something which is... You know, a little bit different, the way they broadcast, yes. Instead of seeing that banner running running across the bottom, another 50,000 people dead mm. here and there, don't see that because you don't need to see that. Mm. You know, that's not going to keep you positive. Yeah. But the radio can and podcasts and radios can yeah. keep you positive. Yeah. So I think that's what we should make this aim of these podcasts is just to keep, you know, pe- keep the spirits up that's and it. just like we're all in it together and, you know, yeah. Yeah. just let people know. And also I'm going to put a link to the show no- in the show notes to that fantastic podcast we listened to with James Altucher. Yeah. Um, we love James Altucher, Brian and I. We just That's one of the main people we listen to. And yeah. he, he did this fantastic interview. He's done a few now. He's done some great ones, just yeah. not on this, what's going on in the world, like, you know. But he did yeah. one called The Good News About the Coronavirus. And I'm going to put a link to that because just listen to it. It makes, it comes, you come out feeling, do you know what? We can, we can do this. Yeah. You know, we can get through it and it's going to be okay. And yes, there's going to be lots of deaths and that's, but we can get through as a family, as a unit, we can get through it. So I'm going to put the yeah. links to that. So, mm. I'm sorry, Sunny. I didn't give you much chance to no, chat. No, it's fine. I think it was good. I liked um, listening and yeah. Yeah. Put in my input in when it was 
you know, needed. So, and then, yeah. and the next podcast we're going to do is which we're going to record in a minute, aren't we? Because we're at home with nothing else, sod all else to do. <laughs> is the um, is homeschooling and routine and things like that. And just again, let's just we're just going to talk about the routine that we adopted when you two were at home all day and how it worked for you and how you felt it worked and whether people need routine and because I think routine is so important. I really do. Well, it is. it gives, it really gives you do. something to aim for through the day. It's not a regimental routine, Absolutely. but it's just a guideline yeah. for your day. Yep. So, sorry, I've put that too close now. Do you want to take us out then, Sunny? Yeah, anyway, thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, if you did enjoy, make sure to leave a five-star review um, on iTunes and whatever else you're listening on. And um, I won't say it this week because no. of everything that's yeah. going on. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, anyway, thanks so much for listening, guys. And thanks for coming on, Bri. I mean, mm. we're going to be doing loads more as a family. Yeah, well, we've so. got to do some more of these just to keep everyone up to date where we are. Yeah, and, uh, and just, and um, do you know yep. what? The other thing I'd really like to talk about as well is, is New Zealand. <laughs> I yep. really would like to talk about New Zealand because I know a lot of people, a lot of people are interested in emigrating to New Zealand in the future. And yeah, it's just... And if anyone wants to come on and phone me and let me know how and be well, a guest. Well, that'd be great. Just yeah. contact us through the website yeah. or contract, you know, uh, all the emails are on there. Yeah. Just just drop a line, yeah, info it, it's a drama or Lizard, it's a drama. Yeah. And, you know, if you'd like to come and talk, uh, we'd love to talk to someone from the States or we'd love to talk to someone from yeah. Europe, you know, or let anyone know like that. And just let us know what's happening. How yeah. you're dealing with things. Mm. Drop us a line. And in the meantime, Bri, there's um, tent and a paint in the garage there. Thanks so for that. Liz went out yesterday, <laughs> almost curfew style, and went and got a load of paint for me. Mm. Brilliant. Yeah. Keep you positive. Even though I slipped the disc last week, Keep you positive. which I did. <laughs> Can't even see the osteopath now. <laughs> okay, yeah, so great. we'll say thanks and we'll speak to you soon. Yes, thanks so much for listening, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we have released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.com. It's a drama.com. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.